You're listening to the Coffee and Clergy Podcast. I'm Pastor Scott, and we're glad that you're joining us today. You can watch us live on YouTube or Facebook on Thursday mornings, or you can check us out in audio format wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, let's get into the conversation. Good morning, and welcome back to Coffee and Clergy. I'm Pastor Scott Pitch, and we have a special guest with us today. Who are you? Benjamin Simmons. It's Benjamin Simmons. He's our new uh, Director of Youth and Family Life Ministry. And so we're excited to have a conversation with him today, taking a break from our series, Speaking the Truth in Love, which we'll be back to next week. Uh, but wanted to take, definitely take an opportunity to introduce uh, Benjamin to the listeners of our, of our podcast. I think it's a great opportunity for us to dig into some things about who you are, your interests, and things like that, so that people who are listening can get a sense of who, who you are a little bit before they come introduce themselves and say, hey, my name is something that y- you have a thousand other names you need to memorize and you'll never <laughs> remember. So it's a great uh, sort of way for them to get to know you and learn about you, and I think that's what we're aiming to do today. So um, before we begin, maybe let's uh, open in a prayer, invite God to be with us, uh, and then we'll get into our conversation. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we give thanks to you for your guidance today. We thank you for um, your presence and for your promise to always hear us and to answer prayer. Lord, we know our congregation has long prayed for someone to fill this role working with our youth and our families. And um, I guess we think we found a good one in Benjamin. Time will tell, but I think that it's true to see that his uh, heart for the Lord and for the Lord's children is... is, uh, right there on his sleeve, so we can tell that he's going to do a great job among us. Today, I pray that you'll bless our conversation, that you'll uh, give us a sense of ease to, to just open up and share a little bit about, um, you know, our ministry here at King of Kings and, and Benjamin's uh, life to this point, so we can get to know him and uh, feel comfortable around him as he get, digs into the ministry of working with our youth and our families. So we pray, God, that your Holy Spirit would uh, be all around us and uh, that it would uh, guide us from this point forward as we endeavor to do your work in ministry. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So this is going to be an interview style, but it's going to be real loose, so don't worry about it. You you already have the job, so we're not testing to see if you're going to get the job. <laughs> All right, so the first question I have is tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, uh, I grew up in Maryland, uh, born in Florida, a little bit of my history there. Uh, I'm the youngest of my family, so I'm the baby. Um, I have three older siblings. Um, we all kind of grew up together. I was homeschooled. Uh, my mom homeschooled all of us growing up. Um, I went to Concordia, Chicago for my degree, so um, I just graduated in May, so just freshly graduated from that. Um, I am an extrovert. Uh, I'm also a morning person, which helps because, uh, you know, sometimes that's, that's nice. To, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I do love coffee, so I also have to have coffee, so, you know, kind of a mix between those things. Um, yeah, just, you know, kind of like those things and like to be up and around and of course you know ultimately I'm a Christ follower and uh, you know I love to serve so awesome happy to be here yeah Yeah, so one of the big things that's happened recently is well I'll just ask you this question how's married life going for you yeah that's the question that seems to be uh, everyone's asking that but no married life is great it's uh it's really great we Michelle my wife Michelle and I uh, it's just been really exciting for us Uh, fantastic to be together Um, we have been dating for about 
four and a half years before our marriage. Uh, we met in college at Concordia um, on the second day of orientation, although Michelle would say it's the first day that we met, but we actually met the second day. Um, but no, we, we like started dating quickly after that, so kind of all through college uh, we're together. Um, and then we did actually like a year and a half of long distance this last couple couple months because uh, she did her student teaching and I was on my internship. So married life is nice to just be together again yeah. uh, and have that time. But um, no, Michelle's great. I love being with her. She's just a really servant-hearted person, really energetic and um, uh, very caring and supportive. So yeah, she's great. This is getting to know you, so I don't want to go too long. Yeah, yeah. I had a very similar situation when I was on Vicarage. My uh, my then fiance and my now wife Ashley was here in St. Louis, and so mm. we did the long distance for a year. It's not fun. Yeah, it's not fun at all. Nope. And uh, you get through <laughs> it, and it's like when you get that sense of normality again, and you kind of have a rhythm. It's like it's pretty nice. So yeah, I can yeah. see the glow off of you. Yes, <laughs> yes, lots of new lots of relief, you okay. know, from all that. But I mean, FaceTime helped a lot, you know, letters and all that, and just trying to keep in touch as much as possible. But there's right. nothing better than a face-to-face conversation. So. so I told you I was going to do this, but I'm going to throw you a curveball and go off script here a little bit. Okay. So just brace yourself. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you grew up in on the coast, right? So mm-hmm. Chicago, was that your first time living not near, like, the ocean or not near, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so what? Had the lake, but, yeah. you know. Oh, that's yeah. true. <laughs> and now you're just, the river is not quite the yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's what do you see as kind of like my wife says it like this. I grew up in Arkansas. When we go back to Arkansas, all of a sudden my Arkansas twain kicks back in again. So she's oh, like, yeah. you, you, once you go back home or go to those places, you're something about you sort of shifts. What's, what's the thing you sense about the difference between how you are or how the church is or how life is in mm. general there versus sort of in a more Midwestern context? Yeah. Well, being in Maryland, especially, you're kind of close to the bustle of, you know, you have New York, you got DC, Baltimore, kind of all that stuff. So there's a pace change very, very much, Mm -hmm. even though, I mean, in St. Louis, you have it in Chicago, you have it a little, but something about the Midwest to the coast, there's just a different pacing. Yeah. Everyone's like, just to life. And yeah, yeah. So you got to go, you got to get to the next thing, like a 15 minute drive. That's like, that's too long, you know, (laughs) whereas in the Midwest, like, oh, I'll go two and a half hours to get to the (laughs) insert wherever you're going, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's definitely real. Yeah. All right, so let's get into this discussion on uh, what's brought you to this place now. What what initially led you to pursue a career in ministry? Yeah, so growing up, um, my mom actually worked for the church that I went to uh, and kind of all my life that I can remember. So we were always in and out of church with every Sunday and uh, rehearsals and different things just showing up there. Uh, she was a worship director, so we were there a lot. Um, and so I kind of got used to what, the ins and outs of ministry looked like and the practicality of what ministry looked like. Um, but as I got into high school, I didn't have a lot of aspirations really for anything. Uh, I was one of those teenagers. I was like, okay, I could play video games and I can sleep and I can eat. Those are my favorite things to do. So, you know, I wanted to do that. Um, but I had a DCE, Director of Christian Education, um, that joined my congregation and uh, they called her at the church. So, um, she started working there, and I started to um, 
get involved in the youth group myself, and uh, I just remember having a bunch of conversations with her just about ministry and about different things. Um, but I particularly, particularly uh, remember on one Sunday, we were talking after church, and she was just casually like, oh, you know, you could go to Concordia and be a DCE like I did. Uh, and I remember that moment was just like, oh, I guess I could do that probably. Um, but it wasn't any sort of like dove descending or, you know, uh, light on the road or anything like that. It was just kind of like, okay, that could be something I could do. And so it's amazing yeah. to me how many guys I know and, and gals too and who are in ministry who have a very similar mm-hmm. thing. You have the, the sort of stereotypical like I grew up in a ministry family and so I will be a minister. And right. Like. right. And then you have like you know, you might want to think about this, and that's like if somebody plants a seed when they're yeah. like an 8th through 10th grader, 12th grader even, and it's like, I never thought about that. I yeah. never thought I would be the type of person. I thought you had to be like a super holy person to get into ministry, mm-hmm. or like some kind of, you know, um, some kind of like elevated being or something, but no, it's not that at all. It's, right. It's, uh, somebody sees something in you that suggests you might be good at this, and you might want to check it out, and then that is all that the Holy Spirit needs to, to kind of build up a sort of a, a structure in your life to say, you should do this. And yeah, that's exactly. That's what led people into ministry. Like, I, I've seen so many people who, when they say, why did you get into ministry? It's not like there's some massive, like, lightning bolt yeah. moment. It's yeah, not some, yeah. It's not necessarily that they were in ministry and they were just destined for it all along. It's usually somebody, maybe it was a church worker, maybe it was a volunteer, maybe it was yeah. just someone in the church or even in their life who are like, I see skills in you that, that might be good serving mm-hmm. in ministry. You should yeah. think about that. And that's, that's yeah. all of a sudden there's a switch. Um, and it, yeah, and it takes. And at the time too, it didn't feel like, you know, if I lo- evaluated myself as a teen, I wouldn't have said I had those skills or, you know, had those things. And um, it's just funny to look back now and be like, oh yeah, I was, that was when I was feeling that calling, yeah. you know, Holy Spirit was working on my life. But, you know, I even, while I was starting at college and everything, it's kind of just like, this is just what I'm doing, I guess, you know, and there wasn't a lot of, um, you know, that force. But when you look back, you can truly see it, just how God was working through it. So it's It's really funny how that works. Yeah. Right. God is always there even when you don't feel it. Yeah. Yeah. We know that kind of conceptually, but when Mm -hmm. when you, when you get down the road and you're like, Hey, it's your first week of ministry. Like, Oh yeah, I guess he was there the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what makes you excited about being a director of youth and family life minister? Yeah. So kind of through my training as a DCE, um, you get a lot of taste for everything. It's very generalist, especially through college classes and such. Um, So it's really exciting for me to have that specific call here. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, you kind of expect, okay, I'm going to work with youth and I'm going to work with kids and somehow those are going to match up and my week is going to, you know, be part this and part that. Um, But specifically having that family ministry aspect of it uh, takes a step back, I think. And you can kind of evaluate kind of all ministry is family ministry or it you know involves families in one way or another Mm -hmm. um so it's exciting to just be able to have that specificity and be able to um just invest into whole families yeah um and just kind of grow that ministry as it already start you know exists and you guys have started that here but being able to expand on that just exciting sort of a little background or foundation for that principle of 
the ministry as you described it, one of the big tenets that Pastor Doug would communicate for sure, and then I certainly would, and most of our leaders would, is that we like to equip the saints to do the work of the church. Mm. And I think yeah. family ministry is really key to that. It's like, what's the best way to make sure when kids go off to college that they don't lose their faith and, right. and become part of part of the world, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I mean that in sort of the, the biblical sense of like being of the world, like getting yeah. in and, and stuff that's not yeah. great. Well, the best thing to do is not to throw a DCE at them when they're a ninth grader. And right. I hope it sticks. Right, yeah. But there's a lot of good ministry and a lot of good, uh, you know, nails that, that build the house of a person's faith that happen ninth through twelfth grade, but... Honestly, the strongest, the, the kids who have the strongest and most resilient faith when they actually put that faith to test mm-hmm. in the world are the ones whose families take seriously the uh, advice that, uh, that Moses gives when, in, in Deuteronomy chapter yeah. 7, right? That yeah. he says that you need to be talking about these things when you're yeah. on the road, when you sit down in your houses, when you go to sleep at night, the word Find of the Lord needs hands. to be on your mind, yeah. on your hands, on your feet, on your in your life. That is what builds that resilient yeah. faith that lasts a lifetime. Yeah. And so uh, that's one of the things I think we evaluated when we were first putting together a job description for, for your position is like, if our church is really serious about the main way that we do ministry here is to equip the saints to do it, yeah. then we need to... We need to get a, a model for this person's job that really creates that environment where we are equipping parents to teach kids the faith, yeah. and where we are we are catching kids in the ninth grade with certainly some fun activities, certainly some awesome youth trips and missions yeah. And, yeah. and national youth gatherings, but that those like super high emotional moments aren't the only mm-hmm. true food they're getting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So just yeah. to kind of underlay that mm-hmm. aspect with some uh, some background, I think. Yeah, yeah, and in ministry classes and training and all that, we always talked about, uh, you know, ministry our ministry specifically is that cradle to grave. You know, you're always, uh, you're kind of trained to reach each age group and each uh, person. So I think when you can equip, like, especially with families, when you can equip parents to help aid in that process and, uh, you know, teach people and family units how to um, grow their, in spirituality and their faith, you know, I think that's just a powerful tool to have. So, yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited to work with that and see where that goes. All right. So based on your very limited time with us, what is this? Your 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 first full week was yeah yesterday. yesterday. So this yeah. is the beginning of your second week. How would you describe the culture of King of Kings, hmm. uh, and what has been your experience so far after one week here? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you and I were having a conversation at one point when I first got here about like a little bit about the culture, and we we're talking. Um, and I think you said it well. And a couple people have also echoed this that there's a family. Uh, aspect, you know, to keep talking about family life, right? Um, I think this church specifically has a very heavy um, feeling that like we're all a family together, uh, or we're all a team uh, as as the congregation goes. And I felt that especially on Sunday uh, after the installations were all done and uh, we had that luncheon and stuff. It was just it felt very communal. Everyone was really connected together, and yeah. uh, there was that sense of family and community so mm-hmm. um, I really feel that heavily uh, both 
you know, on Sunday. And as I've been here, people just stopping into the office and the way the staff works together and everything. So cool. um, I definitely have felt that. Yeah. All right, well, we haven't ruined you yet. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think one, you're still one week, though. I think you're absolutely right. I think that is really just, it's really encoded in the DNA. I yeah. mean, whoever, whoever the staff people are, whoever the leaders are, um, that seems to be a uh, timeless, like, mm -hmm. genetic part of our church is that yeah. we are a church that's known as, as friendly. Like, when people mm -hmm. come in the doors, they feel welcome. And there's that community, that family aspect where yeah. we, we care for each other, we love each other. Um, and obviously we're human, so there's moments where it's there, there might be some spats. But you don't mm -hmm. see, like, the knockout, drag-out, like, six-hour, you know, uh, voters' meetings where everyone's at each other's throats. Right, right. Yeah. Because people have, have respect for each other. Mm -hmm. We're all aiming at the same sorts of things for the most yeah. part. And that's yeah. really really pretty awesome yeah i felt that so good i think that's true okay so let's think about this now that you're getting started uh in ministry what are some of your short-term goals mm -hmm. or objectives and what are some of your long-term um objectives and then thinking about those how do you envision yourself being a major contributor to the church's mission yeah yeah i um i think you know especially in these first few months and such, uh, a lot of my short-term goals are really just to be a sponge, yeah. uh, to absorb kind of all the information I'm seeing, get a sense of the culture, uh, what people do, what people like. Um, one of my favorite things about ministry is relationships and building relationships uh, and connecting with people. So, you know, that's one of my big goals is just to, how many people can I connect with? Who can I reach? Who can I um, just get to know? Uh, you know, so those, that's some of my main short term, as well as kind of start getting some things together for my ministry areas and mm -hmm. putting those uh, together, especially for like youth events and uh, Sunday school, you know, as that starts in the, as the year begins. Yeah. Um, but when I think long term, I think a lot of uh, what I want to focus on is kind of establishing some of those ministry areas. So when I think of youth, I, you know, I want to put together uh, a strong sense of mission for, for the group or, um, or at least, you know, recenter that as it's been some time since that's been. Let me pause you there. Um, what do you, what do you mean by a strong sense of mission? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I want to, so I've, as I've been kind of perusing old documents and stuff, I've been finding, um, some information like regarding a mission statement and stuff. Mm -hmm. So just, uh, getting that back out there and kind of, um, revamping that process uh, and then hopefully getting uh, the groups together you know getting the youth together um, and having times for them to gather mm -hmm. maybe even outside of Sunday morning time that they can uh, you know have a group time youth group time um, and then kind of putting together some goals for that okay. um, just in terms of uh, what are we doing for fellowship what are we doing for discipleship what are we doing for outreach and kind of getting that together sure. um, and then with family ministry aspect I you know want to focus on those milestones and um, figuring out like what, uh, which kids are which, who needs what, uh, you know, learning that, mm -hmm. the culture there, um, and then hopefully getting some things together for parent resources and um, whatnot. So, I mean, we were actually, we're not just paying lip service to these things even this morning, this very morning we were yeah. talking about one of our faith milestones. We were trying to get together uh, and organize our, our toddler Bibles, which we yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned that cradle to grave ministry, and that's—I mm -hmm. think that's where our th our faith milestones and family ministries thrive. Is we want to show the 
the discipleship and growth of people as they're, yes. as they're uh, yeah. intersecting with our ministry here at King of Kings. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. All right. Let's take it down and easy a little bit. What kinds of things do you do for fun? Sure. Yeah. I, um, I kind of, you know, have a lot of different random hobbies I've picked up over time. Um, I really like being outside, maybe because of my time in Maryland, it's, there's a lot of like mountains close by in nature. So I love hiking, biking. Um, I like running a lot. Um, I try to do that. Although I haven't done that in the last couple of months, but you know, trying to get back to it after starting a new routine and such. Um, but uh, I play disc golf too. I like cool. disc golfing. Um, fishing. I picked that up while I was in Florida this last year, and right. that's been kind of fun. So I've been trying to scope out what's a, you know, good fishing around here and stuff like that. But you, hi, there's really good hiking trails around here. Yes, there yeah. is a couple of. I don't. I don't play this golf, but I know of several uh, from my time at the seminary. There's several in the St. Louis. Yeah, area. yeah. I need to explore. Uh, and there's a couple around parks, like in the mm-hmm. further stretches, but. Um, yeah, definitely St. Louis is a good area for those hobbies, I would say. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it. I've looked up a lot of trails and stuff. There's one trail, and every single time I've had the gumption to go do this, it's been pouring down rain or storming. (laughs) Um, So you wanted to go today then, huh? Yeah, yeah, well, maybe not today, yeah. Um, But there's a a biking path from the house over here that I can get up and go all the way to downtown St. Charles, okay. like kind of taking the Katy Trail and jumping yeah. in there. So I want to try to do that at some point. Yeah, I don't know if you know, the Katy Trail actually goes all the way across the whole state. Of I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. If you if you get uh, connected there, you can go quite a ways. Before, yeah. Yeah, but it sure yeah, would be fun. I know there's a, a young, there's a family, um, The I, I probably shouldn't mention them by name on, <laughs> but uh, for, for the dads, uh, I think it was 30... I don't want to age him too much. Thirty sixth or seventh <laughs> yeah. birthday, they went to um, they they basically rode like uh, almost the whole distance out uh, wow. on the Katy Trail, and wow. I'm like, that doesn't sound like a fun birthday to me. But yeah, to you. but they <laughs> yeah. they really like that too. So that's awesome. Yeah, you mentioned uh, when you were younger, you played video games. You still play any video games? Is that still a hobby? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, I always jump back to games. What's um, your game? Like if you had to, if you were on a desert island and you. Oh man, I know this is, might sound really cringy, but I love Minecraft. Okay. I think that's a great. It's just it's so fun. You're just There's so creative. Yeah. yeah, a lot of things to do in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, or any of the Lego games. I mm-hmm. love the Lego games. I mm-hmm. yeah, that's just I can play those over and over. Mm-hmm. They're just so much fun. So yeah. yeah. Well, cool. All right. Um, let's move on to the next question. Then, um, are there any specific projects or initiatives that we do here that you've heard about or seen uh, that you're particularly excited about getting more involved in? Yeah, um, I. I you know, we just started talking about it already, but the faith milestones. That's something that I think is really, really neat. Um, and I've been reading through some of the. Uh, materials on that and just getting really excited about um you know what that means and the impact that has in someone's life Mm -hmm. um and so that's something i'm really excited to kind of get my hands in and um see where that goes and i'm talking with uh uh, babs our preschool director and talking about um what they what you guys have been doing with family activities and what you call it like family fun activities and stuff you know one a month we do like a family fun activity it's supposed to be sort of a 
an opportunity for our preschool and our church families to engage with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been talking with her about that and just kind of seeing where those opportunities can go and kind of having some fun ideas with what that is going to look like. So I'm really excited about those two things. That's great. That's great. All right. Are there things that you notice, uh, and since you've started to dip your toes in a little bit, yeah. are there any like gaping areas, let's say, that you've seen there, there are some things which are absent from our ministry mm. that you'd like to introduce something that you've learned or, or have heard of or read about into our system? Yeah, yeah. So one, uh, and this is actually technically in my job description, but it's something that I am really eager to do, uh, is starting a like young adult group um, and having like kind of connecting into college age uh, kids and also uh, I say kids I guess I am one of them so yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but connecting with young adults and kind of starting that process awesome. um, I know I've already talked to a few people just even on this Sunday that were like oh we hope that that starts soon so um, you know there's a lot of cool things to do around here and I think um, you know just even getting a group together and going on a trail and going hiking or something so yeah so i'm really excited about starting that up here yeah good all right um how do you see yourself interacting uh in specific ways with children and family that are part Mm -hmm. of our community of faith yeah so kind of my philosophy on family ministry just in general uh as i i don't come to it obviously i don't come to it with the perspective of being a parent yeah because i'm not a parent um so and i uh yeah so I, I can't come from that angle. Um, but what I do, the angle I do come at is, you know, I've had this, these years of education, these years of training, um, and my goal is to come in then and kind of come alongside parents uh, and families and provide them and equip them, as you're talking about equipping, um, with whatever support that they need at those stages and at those times. Yeah. Um, so kind of my goal with that then and um, by the way I kind of fit in there is connecting with them, mm-hmm. learning about them, uh, building those relationships, and ultimately, yeah, just supporting them and the needs that they, whatever needs that they have. So, all right, um, yeah, that's kind of the way I see myself fitting into okay. uh, yeah. families. Yeah. So, sort of that um, equip the saints model, right? Mm-hmm. That you you see yourself as a person who wants to utilize your your skill set to equip or provide tools for others others toolbox to kind yes of yeah yeah and things i stumble on that you know like maybe it's a podcast i like you know yeah. or something that talks about you raising kids or maybe this might be helpful for you or you know the spiritual foundation of uh of people because there's knowledge that i've gained over my time of ministry and mm-hmm. learning about ministry that you know i think could be valuable if you don't know those things already yeah. or just could be helpful to um to uh, just like affirm where you are in that process or where your family is or whatever it might be. So, yeah. yeah. One of the things I see with, with people who are relatively new into ministry, whether it be pastors or DCs or anything else, is oftentimes what, what younger people lack in, in years of experience, they make up with, with variations of new experience. Mm. So there yeah. might be some new methodologies that have been developed or new you know, games that you can play with kids yeah. or new books or new new uh, technologies for communicating mm-hmm. God's word. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I think, um, I you know, I, I, I foresee you being pretty comfortable with a lot of that just mm-hmm. from what I know of you. Not not much, but enough yeah. that you seem comfortable with those things and have, have a couple of 
based on the interviews that our call committee had with you, you gave some really good answers related to ways that you would meet different challenges mm -hmm. and compensate for your your lack of years of experience right, with, right, yeah. with that sort of fresh fresh take, fresh understanding. Mm -hmm. So I think that's definitely a valuable viewpoint for not just our staff, but also our leadership teams and the youth kids and things like that. So, oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Serious question now. What type of food do you and oh, your yeah. wife like? And what we, kind do you not like? Yes, yeah. So we uh, generally like a lot of food. We like to try new foods. We've been over over here on Olive. There's all those like uh, like little shopping centers mm -hmm. with a bunch of different types of flavors and varieties. So we've been kind of like making our way down cool. uh, as we find time, you know, as we're like learning to fill our refrigerator with stuff but um no we're we're kind of all over the place flavors the only thing we don't agree on is pickles pickles yes because i love dill pickles a lot but michelle really likes the sweet pickles and so yeah i know yeah right so i equate it to like when you're biting into a chocolate chip cookie but it turns out to be raisins yeah, yeah. you know that's what it feels like to me mm. when i like i'll take a pickle and it will be a sweet one She's like, do you want pickles on your sandwich? I'm like, not if it's the sweet pickles. Yeah. I don't want them. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's so far that's been the only thing uh, food-wise we disagree on. So we're pretty similar in all right, all right. our tastes. But, yeah. Hopefully, if you guys need any marriage counseling over pickles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll come to you all. Yeah, I'll ask for help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my my whole family really likes dill pickles. We're, we're big fans. So my mm -hmm. son, my son Wyatt, he his favorite part of a sandwich by far is pickles. If, oh yeah. If, oh, if yeah. a sandwich gets made and it doesn't have a pickle on it, he'll ask for a pickle. Mm -hmm. Well, like my Chick Fil A order, mm -hmm. you know, which is important to know. But uh, I usually ask for extra pickles extra on my Chick Fil A sandwich because I just think it, yeah, it's great flavor. You know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, getting to know Benjamin a little bit. <laughs> yeah. What other kinds of, uh, do you guys have any, do you like movies? Do you like to go dancing? Do you have fun? Yeah. What, what kinds of things? So uh, one of the things that we really have found we like to do is actually go see shows, like theater shows. Cool. We, we really like, or concerts too, but mm -hmm. um, we like theater a lot. Or She got me into it. I didn't really, mm -hmm. like when I got to college, I was kind of like, ew, theater. But, uh, you know, and then I was like, oh, well, she likes theater, so maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, no, we've, uh, like on our honeymoon, we went to the Stratford uh, Shakespeare Festival, and so we saw a few shows there. We've seen two shows already at the Muni, and we've only been nice. here for like a little yeah. over a week. So, um, I was just going to say the Muni, but you guys are Yeah, right. yeah, we're hoping to get catch another one or yeah. so in the next few weeks. But, um, yeah, so we, lo we love doing that. It's just fun to experience that. And I'm learning all this for the first time, and she's, like, singing along to every single mm -hmm. song. So, um, yeah, it's a little fun, but we, we like doing that together. So One yeah. thing you didn't really mention under your hobbies, but I know you have some skill with, is music. Yeah, kind of yeah. What you do there. Yeah, so uh, I, I've always loved music and playing music, listening to music. Uh, I grew up taking piano lessons, uh, a lot of times forcefully, but <laughs> um, kind of being dragged along. Uh, but, you know, over time, especially when I was in high school, I really kind of fell in love with piano. Um, and I switched to guitar a little bit. Uh, in college, it was hard to play piano often. Um, so I kind of switched to guitar. And so I've grown to love that. And so I just, yeah, I love playing music, singing uh, as well. I was in choir all through college and then uh, actually in a barbershop choir this last year. So oh, that cool. was really fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I love singing, playing. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, 
listening to music. I love going to concerts and uh, just if you walk by my office or the house, you'll probably hear music playing. I just love, I don't know, anything with, to do with it. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is there anything, we're kind of wrapping up here, but before we do, is there anything that you would like the hearer to know about you or any message you'd like to convey to them as you start your ministry here at King of Kings? Yeah, um, I think just as, you know, I grow into my role, uh, you know, I might be trying new things, might be doing different ideas. Uh, and so my encouragement is, I guess, just to uh, to help uh, roll with it and roll with me, you know, and um, just know that uh, I have your best interest in mind and my goal is to um, ultimately yeah, to build those relationships and um, do what uh, God has called me to do. So, yeah, that's kind of my, I guess, last minute, you know, sure. just want to clarify that. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And yeah. I think um, you'll find the environment here at King of Kings uh a fun place to experiment. It's like a laboratory, right? Yeah, yeah. You can try some things, and people are pretty much, as long as you're not blowing up the church or something. Right, right. You can, you can try some things, and people tend to be pretty flexible and mm -hmm. give you your, your due deference for trying some things. And so yeah. you'll find that good, uh, a good uh, environment to operate in. All right. Yeah. How do you feel about those Cardinals? You know... Uh, I have to say I'm not a big follower of oh, sports. Okay. So I was going to, yeah, not a big, you know, got worried everybody. Uh, I am like, because of being in Maryland, you know, have to support the Orioles, mm -hmm. uh, even though, you know. Hometown team. Yeah, hometown team, you know. But uh, I, I've, you know, I'll, I'll encourage the Cardinals. I have no, you, no qualms. You spent some time in Chicago. So. I did. I'm not a Cubs fan, Didn't though. go over to the dark. Did not go over. <laughs> I do have a hat. I will say I have a Cubs hat, but not Ooh. not from any support. Just got it for free, so yeah. Okay, yeah. I won't wear it around here, though. Yeah. I promise. You have a, you have a few other <laughs> kindred spirits who probably have a Cubs hat and and like the Cubs too, and we we don't yeah. uh, we don't ride them out on the rail. So <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a hard year for being a Cardinals fan. I will say. It yeah, it's hard in a while, but I've seen a little bit of that. <laughs> we still. I mean, I think I read the other day that. St. Louis is very novel in this that uh, their their team, even when it's you know among the worst teams in the whole league, we still have the second highest attendance of any team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, it's something you'll see the more you live here that people mm -hmm. really like their Cardinals and yeah and um, yeah and really hold hold a grudge really well against Stan Kroenke, who's the <laughs> guy who took the Rams away from us. Oh, so, sure. Yeah, yeah I'm but, sure. Uh, yeah. So um, anyway. It's really great uh, to have you with us. Yeah, I know I speak on behalf of hundreds of people who mm -hmm. say that you're an answer to prayer. And, uh, yeah. you know, uh, obviously there, there are some expectations that come with that, and you'll, you'll, but you'll do a great job meeting them. But, but you will certainly find this congregation is, uh, is very supportive of, of people doing ministry. I'm, yeah. I'm a living testament to that. I've been here for a little over five years now and really feel that family kind of feel mm -hmm. and uh, just love these people and you'll you'll love them too <laughs> yeah i'm excited so yeah. anyway i think that's what we have uh in terms of today's questioning so you survived the interview probably. okay um certainly if you want to get to know benjamin more i would encourage you guys to uh number one one of the most important things you can do invite him over for dinner i know that's mm. post yes. post covid that is a rare thing <laughs> 
But uh, that is one of the best ways you can get to know the new director of youth and family life is uh, for about an hour and a half, maybe two. Invite him over to your house for dinner, chit-chat, send him on his way, he and his wife both. Yeah. Great way to get to know them, um, and he'll remember your name if you do that, yeah. which is also very yeah, yeah. Second thing you can do, probably even more important, pray for him, especially mm -hmm. early in ministry. Uh, let, him, let him know that you're praying for him so that he feels that, that yeah. love and support. Be flexible. Uh, don't come to him on the third week and say, why isn't this happening? Why isn't that? Yeah. It takes time. <laughs> and we've been vacant in this position for a while, so there's probably people who are excited to see things get kick-started. Yeah. It will take time, though. And in general, you'll find patience. But if you don't, you should let us know. Yeah. We'll address it. Um, but I don't anticipate that. The congregation is, is uh, really great at, at giving, giving all the support necessary to do ministry here. Uh, other than that, uh, when you see him around, say hello. Say hello to his wife, Michelle, when you see her around. She'll mm -hmm. be coming to church and oh, doing yeah. some activities around, yeah. which, is, which is awesome. And, uh, yeah, I think do you, unless you have anything else to say, we can go ahead and wrap up. No, no, yeah. Other than that, I'm going to ask Benjamin to close us in prayer. If Absolutely. you don't mind, go right on ahead. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity to uh, just be in conversation, talk about ministry and um, what we're excited, what I'm excited to do here. Um, I thank you for the ministry of King of Kings. Thank you for all of those who um, have, over the last few years, just kept this ministry going, especially with the youth and with um, all of those places where, um, Heavenly Father, you led them uh, and, and guided them in those process. Um, and so I thank you again for uh, the opportunity to be here at King of Kings to um, serve in this ministry um, and share in the joys uh, of what is to come and what you're doing. So Heavenly Father, be with us this morning uh, as we go about our day uh, or whenever people are watching or tuning in that um, they would be blessed uh, and be encouraged um, in, in you ultimately. And we pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Well, have a great day in the Lord and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Coffee and Clergy podcast. We're glad that you could join the conversation. Coffee and Clergy is a ministry of King of Kings Lutheran Church in Chesterfield, Missouri. You can catch us live on YouTube or Facebook on Thursday mornings, and we'll post the podcast on Fridays. For more information, check out our website at www.kokstl.org. Blessings on your day, and we'll see you next time.